My brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ our Lord, that's only a fraction, not even that, of what it must have been like when the people and the children came to hear our Lord speak in real time. Pressing upon Him, moving, wiggling, trying to get up to the very front. I have a story today, and maybe it's because it falls on the heels of the 100th anniversary of the miracle of the son of Fatima and all the messages that Our Lady has told us through that. And it is for those who have ears to hear, but for those who do not have ears to hear today, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a story of a monk, and he lived in the 4th century, out in the Egypt de Egyptian desert, in the area known as the Ascetus, where a lot of monks lived, both in community and on their own, in holes in the ground, if you will. And it's about Abba John the Dwarf. And Abba John the Dwarf is the one that relays the story from his own experience. There was a young woman named Picea. And Picea was orphaned very early when she was a young girl. Both her parents had died. And so she decided that what she was going to do with the wealth of the household that she had inherited, she was going to be, make her home a hospice for the monks as they needed it. And so over the years, Picea would help the monks out of her means, year after year, until her resources ran out and she became poor. About that time, some evil men came by and turned Picea from her aim to where she began to live an immoral life. An evil life is the words he used. The monks in the area found out about what was happening with Picea. And they were deeply distressed. And so they gathered together and asked Abba John the dwarf to come to them. And they were talking about all the charity that Picea had shown the monks over the years. And now it's their turn to help her in their charity. So they asked Abba John if he would go and with the wisdom of God make things right for her. Abba John goes to the house of Picea and he raps on the door and an elderly housekeeper opens the door. Abba John says, let your mistress know I'm here. The mistress closes the door in his face. Abba John knocks on the door again, and the, and, the, and the servant to the mistress opens the door. And he says, tell your mistress I have something for her. And she says, what do you have? You've come and eaten all her food and used all her goods, and now she is poor. But Abba John insisted he must see her. 
The elderly servant went up to her mistress and says, Abba John is here and he wants to see her. And he says, and she says, Pisces says, those monks are always out in the desert looking for pearls. Give me a moment, let me prepare myself, and I will receive him. Abba John is then invited into the house and goes into the room where Pisces is, and she's on the bed. And Abba John sits down next to her, and he looks right into her eyes. And he says, why do you despise God so much? And at this, she became rigid. And he turned away from her and put his hands in his face, in his face into his hands and began to weep bitterly. Pisces asked him, Abba, why are you crying? And Abba John says to her, because I can see uh, Satan dancing in your face. And he turned away and began crying again. Pisces at this, when she heard it, she asked Abba, Abba, is there still time to repent? And he said, yes. And so the two of them got up. And she says, I will go with you wherever you want me to go. And so they were leaving the house. And Abba John noticed that she made no arrangements for her household affairs. She just walked out with him. He noticed this and was surprised, but did not say anything. And so they walked for the rest of the day out into the desert in Egypt. And finally it is night. And they stop. And Abba John makes a pillow out of sand. He traces the sign of the cross into the sand of the pillow. And tells her to lay down there to sleep. Abba John goes a little further away. And then he too makes a pillow out of sand. Says his prayers. And goes to sleep. In the middle of the night, Abba John wakes up, and he sees a pathway of light leading from earth to heaven, and he sees the angels of God bearing her soul up into heaven. Abba John comes over to the woman, touches her foot, and finds that she is dead. And he turns his face to the ground and begins to pray to God. And while he's praying, he hears the words, She has done more in one hour of repentance than the penitence of the many who persevere without showing any sign of fervor in their repentance. She has done more in one hour of fervent repentance. Abba John, of course, is relating this story, his experience to his brother monks who have chosen a life of repentance. They are, if you will, professional repentance. But he's warning them that unless it's from a fervent heart, a humble heart, then we've really done nothing. Because here's this woman who became a harlot. And she's gone to heaven with one hour's repentance. 
What have we done with our lives out here in the desert? In our gospel reading today, we hear the second gospel reading about the soil. And the seed is the word of God. And the different kinds of soil. And we're good soil here. Because we earnestly want to live our life as Christ has taught us. But the truth is, we don't keep our soil up. We allow it to get trampled upon and hardened. So the word of a God can't penetrate. We allow it to get filled up with rocks, with trials and tribulations that we become frightened at. We allow ourselves to be choked out because of the the cares and riches and all that's happening in the world around us. We're caught up in that. We fail to tend our soil. It is with a fervent, repentant heart That's what keeps our soil good. That's what continues to allow the word of God to enter, establish deep roots in our hearts so that we can become what we behold, as the fathers tell us. Yes, maybe it's because of the end of this. We've come to a hundred years of Our Lady telling us all that's happened what's going to happen, the hardness of hearts, those who have turned away from God and blasphemed Him. But we have to live contrary to the world around us. But we cannot do it without a fervent and repentant heart. Reflect in this past week or two. Have I done something to somebody that I've offended in that I need to repent for as well as ask for forgiveness? said some pithy statement that stabbed somebody in the heart without you even realizing it, making yourself judgmental over others? Have I succumbed to the passions of life that have distracted me from my goal in the heavenly kingdom? All these can be overcome with fervent and repentant heart. I see it says, is there still time to repent? And Abba John the dwarf is telling us all, yes, there's still time to repent. But when you draw your last breath, the time of repentance is over, and we stand before the just judgment seat of Christ. 